Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. And you're welcome back to The Last Word. Charlie Weston, personal finance editor of the Irish Independent, is with us. Charlie, good few stories this week, which will hopefully try and save people a few bob in a few moments' time. But the Motor Insurance Bureau of Ireland were before an Oireachtas committee today. And I find this astonishing. One in 12 cars on the road is uninsured. We're the bold boys of Europe when it comes to insurance for cars, it seems. Yeah, it's uh, three times more likely that a car in this country would be uninsured on the road than it is in Britain. Four times more uninsured cars on the roads here than in the on the continent, say. Uh, we have a real problem with this. One in 12 private vehicles out there are breaking the law because they're driving around without insurance. It's something like 188,000 cars, 188,000 vehicles, no insurance. Um, it's, it's an absolute scandal because... It's costing law-abiding drivers money. It adds about 35 to 30 euros to your, 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 um, your, your premium. So all the insurance companies have to pay into a fund that the motor insurers have to pay out. And how much was it last year? They paid out about 70 million, Ian. Um, yeah, you're right. This is private, not-for-profit company called Motor Insurance, Motor Insurers Bureau of Ireland, MIBI. Now, it's set up for people who, you know, are injured or, or, or have some kind of personal damage in, 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 in an accident where the driver who's caused the accident isn't insured or can't be traced. Uh, and it, it, it pays out an average payout is about 78,000. The average claim is about 78,000 euros. So a hell of a lot of money being paid out every year for uninsured or untraceable drivers. And uh, these are the people who put the figures together. They were before Noroctus um, Transport Committee today saying that, you know, we have a real problem in this country with um, uninsured vehicles. It could even be higher, Ian. It could be much higher. What they're doing here is they're looking at the number of vehicles taxed out there and then checking off on the number of vehicles that have insurance. And when you subtract one from the other, you get this 188,000 vehicles fewer with insurance than, than, than are taxed. But there may be many cars out there that are not taxed either. So <laughs> the figure could be even higher. We could have even more. You know, we could be over 200,000 vehicles that have no insurance at all. Uh, so, you know, it, 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 it... Are they coming up with any solutions as to how the government can get people to have insurance so that we're all not paying for this? Well, what they want is better enforcement. And there is technology there which would make it very, very easy for the Gardaí to detect a, a car that has an insurance. They have... In, in a large number of, of, of um, squad cars at this stage now, they have these scanners, and you don't even need to stop the car. They can just, if can they use this scanner, they can just um, see uh, number plate recognition will, will tell them whether or not that car is, has a valid insurance uh, policy with it. Unfortunately, there's a hitch because uh, it needs legislation to just get that just over the line. Uh, it's the road traffic and roads bill. It's going through the Oireachtas at the moment. It's been a long time going through. And I think the big holdup has been around e-scooters. That That's part of that bill. Now, this is separate, obviously, e-scooters. But that's what's held it up, up to now. That would that would do an awful lot if that that number plate recognition system was and the Gardaí had access to the uh, database of motor insurers. Uh, but it needs the legislation to underpin that, and they can't do it at the moment. So you know, and people would say to you as well, enforcement is an issue. It doesn't seem to be that many Gardaí checks. They should be stopping more cars and checking for the insurance. Of course, the old Irish trick is. You, you get the insurance, you, 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 you pay, promise to pay you by instalments, by direct debit every month. And then, uh, and then, and yeah. then just cancel it and stop paying, yeah. But you have a disc in the meantime, because we're still using this disc system, which 
seems antediluvian at this stage to be using an old paper-based system, but that's, what, that's what's being used. So it's just a pity there is such strong technology in your pocket in terms of mobile phone, and we're still using paper discs. It just seems crazy stuff. The cost of motor insurance for most people now, it is one of their significant outgoings because the figures here are absolutely huge. They are, and it's very profitable, and, and you know, motor insurance is mandatory, and people are still complaining that they're, they're, you know, when they get a renewal notice, it's up again, even though the insurers have got an awful lot of what they were looking for in terms of you know, much lower level of awards being paid out under recommendations agreed by the judges. Uh, you know, there's, there's a, a guard, a, a section dedicated to insurance fraud. Uh, you know, the, 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 the personal injuries assessment board has been beefed up. There's a lot, a lot of reforms have gone through. On the other side of the bargain, the insurers are not delivering the price cuts that they should be. They are going down, but not enough. They're not really going down in the, to the significant extent, extent that they should be. And there's some evidence, um, the Alliance for Insurance Reform have seen some evidence that they're starting to creep up again. So this just seems extraordinary that the insurance industry got all of what it wanted. It's not delivering on the other side of the bargain, which it promised to do. So it's letting people down. And this is one of the reasons people give for, for not uh, having insurance, that it's too expensive, they can't afford it, particularly young drivers. But I mean, it shouldn't be an excuse, but it, but it is a reason what people give. Um, the insurance companies are, you know, they're taking us for a ride, really. Yeah, and wait till you see when the insurance company profits come out in the next few weeks from some of them. I, I would imagine that they'll be making quite a lot of money out of everyone. Let's move on because the price of everything pretty much has gone up over the past year. And there is a fear now, particularly coming from the European Central Bank, that companies are using this as an excuse that there's an inflation crisis and we're going to gouge customers to make as much money from them. Yeah, there seems to be some evidence that companies, you're writing, they're using inflation as a cover just to boost their profits, you know. Um, There was a very interesting report coming out of a a meeting. It was a private meeting that the European Central Bank had uh, recently in a small Finnish Finnish village in Airy, it's called, where the Governing Council of the European Central Bank met and they looked at some evidence. They were presented with slides showing that company profit margins have been increasing instead of shrinking. At a time of higher inflation, you would think that the, the profit margins would be shrinking. Because companies are also should be seeing their own costs going up as well, and that should reduce their profits. It should indeed. That's what should happen. It should, it should be squeezing their profits. But what they're doing is they're passing on any extra cost and some on to consumers. So the, the ordinary guy is being made to take the hit while the, the, the companies are... Um, you know, are doing fine. They're they're increasing their profits. Uh, it 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 it's you know the the, the evidence the, the central bank the European central bank looked at was they looked at about one hundred and seven different one hundred and six different companies across Europe, and they found that profit margins operating profit margins had increased by a quarter since twenty nineteen to about ten point seven, which is pretty healthy profit margin as you know Ian. So you know I and mean, we're we're seeing as well in this country. You look every every day there's a, another company reporting and they're reporting bumper profits. I mean we had. AIB this morning, Bank of Ireland yesterday, where we've had CRH, we've had Unifar, we've had ABF, which is pennies. We've, you know, you, you can name a string Every of Every bit of cost that companies have faced, they've been able to pass it through to consumers out there. And they're not hiding it, by the way. If you read their statements, they're no. saying, yes, we've passed it all on to people out there. And I think the only way around it is, Charlie, if you can... It shop around. I know it seems like terrible advice to give and very basic, but that is seem to be it is only purchasing power that you have against these people. It is because we don't regulate prices. People just keep keeping asking me, well, what's the what's the regulator for this, that, and the other doing? We don't regulate insur- insurance prices. We don't regulate mortgage uh, pricing. We don't regulate energy prices in this country, even though we have regulators for all those different things. Oh, plenty of quangos, Charlie. Lots of quangos, but they don't have that. We have a kind of a free market, you know, and people need to get their head around that. 
and um, start, yeah, if they can at all, you're right, start moving around. That's all we can do. The only other alternative, very hard to tackle this, the only other alternative is windfall profits on companies that are seen to be gouging consumers. And we don't do that either. We don't need to do that either. Legislation no. takes up. We don't have much time left, but I do want to mention this one because our old friends in the banks are back in the news about selling on thousands of tracker mortgage loans to vulture funds after doing what? After overcharging them. You would think after overcharging somebody, the last thing you would do then is sell on the mortgage to a vulture fund. And as we've seen in the the outcome for the vulture funds, you were writing about this yourself there recently in the Sunday Business Post, the outcome for people with vulture funds is never good. Uh, They really are exploiting them at the moment. But the banks, it seems, about 2,300 mortgages were sold. This is information that Pierce Doherty got of Sinn Féin. About 2,300 mortgages were sold where people were overcharged on their tracker mortgage. So they had a tracker mortgage, they were entitled to a low tracker rate, or they either got the wrong rate or else they didn't get the tracker rate at all. And despite that overcharging, the banks still sold these mortgages. And you have to say, these mortgages might not have gone into arrears, might not have been sold if they hadn't been overcharged by the banks. So really the pressure should come on now for those mortgages to be sent back to the originating bank. Uh, it seems utterly disgraceful that the banks would overcharge you and then go and sell your mortgages on top of that. Just seems, you know, adding insult to injury. It just extraordinary carry on. And you know this, Charlie, as well as I do, they don't care either. The problem's not on their books anymore. It's somebody else's to deal with. Actually, here's a text before we go, Charlie, just back to our car insurance. The trick for car insurance is to name a female driver in it and the price will drop. I added a female driver mid-policy last year and I was actually refunded €50. Why? Because most motor insurers believe that young men out there are boy racers and are going to cause the accidents and charge you more. So there is... The statistics show that women are safer drivers, unfortunately. That's just the way it is. (laughs) Charlie Weston, personal finance editor with the Irish Independent. Thank you very much for joining us. We'll see you next week. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today.